Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. So I'm reading his word to you again. Um, in a way, it's easier, but um, I want you to watch out for one or two things in the word today. Um, mainly about our relationship with Jesus and how we're united with him. Um, I was thinking about, it, it's, it's Ephesians we're reading, we're reading from Ephesians. And again, I'm using the Passion Translation because, by the way, welcome. I haven't seen you here before. You're very welcome. Yay! In fact, um, Bola, please apologize to your sisters. We should have done it last week. And I think we'll remember to welcome new people. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Sorry, someone else? Yay! Oh, in fact, I should have said anyone who's new, put up your hand. You're welcome. She just grew up. She grew up in the church. Oh. She was my daughter. She was very small. So come, come, come and do this. Anyway, it's nice to see you. Okay. Um, so if I was going to pull things out on, on my own, it would have been um, identity, purpose, and empowerment. So look out for those things. I'm just going to read, hopefully. Okay, I'm starting from Ephesians chapter 1. Again, I'm using the Passion Translation just so that it's not familiar. You get used to knowing the word and you think, I know this. So, okay, dear friends, it begins. Chapter 1, verse 1. My name is Paul. I was chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus the Messiah. I could stop there. <laughs> Do you know you were chosen? Do you, you didn't become a child of God because you wanted to. He chose you. Uh, anyway. I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus, the anointed one. I'll say that again. By being one with Jesus, the anointed one. You are one with Jesus, the anointed one. May God himself, the heavenly father of our Lord Jesus Christ, release grace over you and impart total well-being into your lives. Total well-being is your portion. Amen. Grace, Amen. empowerment, well-being is our portion. It's our, yours, only me too. <laughs> so verse three, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already, already been lavished on us as a love gift from our wonderful Heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus. Why? All because He sees you wrapped into Christ. You're one with Him, you're wrapped with Him. Total well-being. Yes. Gift. Is a gift from him, all spiritual blessings. I, so, uh, Lord, help me. 
I want to, I, I wrote, I was, when I got here, just, just, I know I'm supposed to read it only, but um, I was like, what are the spiritual blessings? You know, what, what spiritual blessings? I just thought I'd give you a taster, yeah? Wisdom, you have, you already have. You have the anointing, you have faith, you have knowledge, understanding, favor is yours, Amen. deliverance, total salvation, sozo, all of what it is, prosperity, healing, grace, empowerment. Okay, that's just a taster. There could, there's more. Okay, this is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And in love, he chose us before he laid the foundation of the universe. That's why you know you're chosen, because it was before the foundation of the earth, of the whole universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. How does he see you? Wow. Holy. <laughs> he ordained you. He, he conferred it upon you. It's already yours. This is what he did before the foundation of the earth. He chose you. He knew you. He created, he put you in your mother's womb, didn't he? He put life into you. So he knew you way before you were even created, way before your parents even knew one another. Okay? And he says, <laughs> and you're holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Unstained. Remember he said he's coming for a church without spot or blemish. He's done it already. You just need to know it. Lord. For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt you as his delightful children through your union with Jesus. Do you see again? You're united to Jesus. You're wrapped in Jesus. You're one with Jesus. You, you, you need to let it sink in so that you're walking. I'm one with Jesus. I'm united with him. I'm wrapped in him. I, I, I'm his visibility. He's inside of you. All I am is to give him visibility. Amen. Yes? With our union with Jesus, the anointed one so that his tremendous love that cascades. Do, do you know what cascades? You know, you know when water cascades? That's how, and it doesn't stop. It's everlasting. His fountain never ends. His tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for the beloved Jesus he has for you. Whoa. The same love. Wow. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. He takes great pleasure in doing this for us. He has done it. It's finished. By the way, it's finished. Jesus said, remember last week, we, all this, what we're reading and we're learning is finished. It's done. It's, it's already, that's already who we are. Okay. Verse 7. Since we are now joined in Christ, you see again. How many times have you heard you are now one with him, joined with him, wrapped in him? Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood. They're treasures. The total cancellation of our sins. That's why he can say you have an unstained innocence. 
unstained. It's totally cancelled. The one you will do tomorrow or next year is cancelled. So don't do it. <laughs> All because of the cascading. You won't even have the desire to. You'll find that once, you, once it settles in you that you're one with him, yeah. even as you're about to say or do something, you'll realize, you, you, you'll find that it stops you from even sinning. All because of the cascading riches of his grace. This super abundant grace, this ability that he has given us to live in union with him, to live without sin, is already powerfully working in you. Releasing all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. You, you, you even have wisdom and practical understanding. So what? You need to know what to do. You need to know how to do it. Ask him. Ask him. And you know, we, we already know that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. He's with you. The same spirit that walked with Jesus, that was in Jesus, that raised him, he's inside you. That's how come you're one with Christ. He's inside you. Ask him. Learn to talk to him and ask him for wisdom. Learn to talk to him and say, I need practical help. What do I do? Okay. And through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us. The hidden mystery of his long range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. So he's now telling us, this is, this is what I've planned for you. This is what I did. And I planned this way before you came. Okay. And because of God's unfailing purpose, remember, he, he can't fail. <laughs> he has a purpose and a plan. <laughs> he cannot fail. Cannot fail. This detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all the ages finally reaches its climax. When God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. We know things still need to be fixed because it's set. The Bible tells us creation is shouting and screaming. Because there's decay, there's rot, there's disease on the earth. There's, so it, all that will go. But in the meantime, as for you who are joined to him, it's already gone. There's no, there's no limitation for you who, you who as an individual is joined to Christ. Yes, you are wrapped in him. Hmm. I, I, you know, when you go home to meditate, just let your imagination run wild. Lord, show me what it means that I'm joined to you, that I'm wrapped in you, that I, I have an unstained innocence, that all things you've done for me, all the things I read is finished. You've done it. Okay. Again, verse 11, look. Through our union with Christ. You see, he emphasizes because it's something we need to know. Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. We now become his inheritance. He made us, he gave us all of this, and yet we are his inheritance. He's going to inherit us. Okay, fully. 
We're already his. We already belong to him. We, you know, your name is already written in his book of life. But do you know what? When we come to him as his inheritance, do you know what we come with? We come with, look what I bring to you. The trophies for you. Why? Because we're going to find out that as much as he's done all of this for us, there's work for us to do. And those are the trophies we bring. Okay. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. So don't worry. Will I fulfill destiny? Yes. Does he have a plan for me? Yes. Will, will I complete it? Yes. Will I do it well? Yes. Why? You're joined with him. How can you fail? If you don't know what it is, ask him. Yes. You see what he said? He says, before you were born, he gave you your destiny. That you would fulfill his plan. He who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. So if you've ever doubted that you, he has a plan for you or he has a destiny for you, he's here. And he's able to bring you to the fulfillment of it. You're joined with him anyway. He lived, I mean, sometimes I think, God, you sort of made this very easy. You're joined with him. You're united with him. His spirit is in you. The empowerment of the spirit is with you, upon you. How can you fail? Why would you decide to fail? If you fail, it's your decision. It's not his. Why would you decide to fail? Remember, he, he talked about his unfailing love, his unfailing plan. I know we go into, I know this was Paul writing and he was also writing to Gentiles and Jews. So we'll go into Jews and Gentiles. God's purpose was that we Jews who were the first to long for the messianic hope would be the first to believe in the anointed one and bring great praise and glory to God. And because of him, when you who are not Jews heard the revelation of the truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now, we have all been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. So for anyone who thought, oh, Jesus is a Jew. He came to the Jews. You know, he, he, it, it, all this we're reading is all about the Jews. It's not. That's what Paul is saying. It's not just for the Jews. In fact, we go on and he tells us it's for Jews and Gentiles. Gentiles are anyone and everyone who is not a Jew. If you are not a Jew, you're a Gentile. And that's what Jesus came to do, to reconcile the two. To make us one. So that uh, you, no one will say, oh, this promise is for the Jews. This, it's, it's for all of us. Amen. Yes, and the reason, the reason people would think that was because in the very beginning, when God chose, he did choose the nation of Israel. Because all the Old Testament is telling you about the nation of Israel. But that's why Jesus came, to bring all of us together. So that all of us will be one, even under the blessing of Abraham. Okay. Okay, 14. He is given, okay, we're talking about the Holy Spirit now. He is given to us like an engagement ring. The first installment of what's coming. When you're engaged, when, when, when you get an engagement ring, you know something great is coming. The marriage is coming. 
All right. So he has, he has, he has said to you, you know what? So that you know your mind, so that you know everything I'm telling you will surely come to pass. Here's my Holy Spirit. Whoa. What a precious engagement ring. Ha, I, know, I know we heard about Deji buying Tina an absolutely brilliant <laughs> present, you know, and we all were like, ooh, but hey, we also have an engagement ring. We have one, and even, even Deji has one. <laughs> hey, you got, you got a present too, which is the Holy Spirit. What a precious gift. His very spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, is our hope, the promise of a future inheritance, which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and we experience complete freedom. Why and for what? For the supreme glory and honor of God. He knows that there's a journey we're on. He says, yes, there's a plan, there's a destiny, and it's, it's a journey on this earth that the earth is it's not completely redeemed, the earth we're living on. We are. Yeah. Yes. So he says, until, until everything becomes redeemed. Here, here's my spirit. Yeah. Go along, and he will cause you to walk in victory, to walk as Jesus walked. You know, um, <laughs> Are you persecuted or things? I can't forget this story about Jesus when he was on the cliff and they wanted to, to throw him off the cliff and he just walked through them. They didn't see him. He disappeared. He, he, he was there. He walked through them, but their eyes were blinded. Is God able to do that? You know, there's a story. I don't know if you know him. He's Carl, Carl Loco. Do you know him? He has that. I've said that story before. Was it in, in yeah, where he, he was... It was in South London and there were these gangs, you know, I'll cut the story very, yeah. And he, 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 he there was this, they were waiting to, to beat him up and beat his, and um, he looked at, he, but he had become born again, you know, and he looked at them and he said, whoa, whoa, they didn't even look. He said, can't they see me? So he took a bottle and he threw it at them. They didn't, they looked at the bottle, but they were like, where did, he's like, oh, wow. So he told his people, Let's, and they passed through them. They didn't see them. This, this is today in London. This is in this day we live in in London, that which proves to us God the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you see him do in scripture, he will do for you today. It's the same spirit. Okay. And it's all for his glory and for his honor. Okay. Um. Verse 15, I love this. Please pray this every day. Um, we'll come to where, the, okay. Because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your tender love to all his devoted ones, my heart, this is Paul speaking to the um, disciples. My heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you as I constantly remember you in my prayers. And this is what he was praying. He says, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches. What, when you hear the word riches, you, what, what you'll be thinking of money? Ah, there's something Maybe we should call it wealth. There's something more <laughs> wealthy than money. 
Yeah. The riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Do you see why I, I like to talk about intimacy? It's in that place of intimacy where your heart is submitted to him that he will give you the spirit of wisdom you, and revelation. You read the word and you're like, oh, is that what it's saying? Suddenly it imparts something to you. You're, you're actually, your heart begins to flutter. Boo, 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 boo. You're excited. You've received something from the word. Okay. And it's, it's an impartation of his spirit to you. Don't forget the word is alive. This word is living and it's true. So, you know, it, but it takes the spirit of wisdom, revelation to impart. It takes the Holy Spirit to impart it to you, to make it alive and in you and to make it relevant to you. Yeah. Okay. But you, you get that by intimacy. So every time you come to the presence of the Lord, say, thank you, spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's in you. I receive revelation from you today. I submit myself to your wisdom, to your revelation. Make a conscious, you know, a conscious stand to say, I'm open. I want, I want everything you have. Okay. And he says, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Hey, my imagination runs wild now. It never did before. It's recent. <laughs> that I find my imagination goes all, all over the place. He says, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flood you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling, which is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances. That's us that he finds in us, his holy ones, until you experience. The other day, I think it was in our prayer time, we said, we were talking about the names of God and we're like, okay, we, we were praising him with the names we know. I'm like, what of, what of the experiences we have? Can we give him names through those experiences? For example, how have you experienced God? What name would you give him in that experience? For example, we said, I, I know one thing that we said is he gets there before we do. So the God who gets there first, the God gets there before we do. Or, you know, just your personal experience. What's your personal experience with God? You, if you haven't experienced God personally, you haven't been intimate with him. Get back to that place of intimacy. You will experience every, look, in fact, every day you'll be able to give him a new name. Hey, and it's your name because you've experienced him in that way. Yeah. So maybe next time we'll ask you, what, 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 what have you experienced and what name have you given him in that experience? In fact, it makes it exciting. You will want to go to that place. Yeah. Okay, so verse 19, I pray that you will continually again experience the, God is an experiencing God. He's one to be experienced. He's not just in the letter. The immeasurable greatness of his power that's made available to you through faith. 
I love the next sentence. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. As you continue in this intimate relationship with him, you will experience the greatness of his power. Yes, you will see him working out things in power on your behalf. And he says, your life will be an advertisement. You, 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 just you, who you are, you're advertising who he is. Because people will see it. When his power works on your behalf, there's no way that it's not noticed. <laughs> this is the mighty power that was released. Again, we come back to Romans 8, 11, yeah? where he says the same power, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Hey, this is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. Just when in, in, in your, in your um, meditation, sit and, and, and try and imagine, what was that power like? What, what happened in hell when, when you know, um, Jesus went and, and asked for the keys? What and he made a public show of all of them. Can you imagine, just in your mind, imagine what was going on and they couldn't touch him. Give me the keys. He had no choice. The, the devil handed him over the keys. He, hey. And then on his way out, he raised people from the dead and they were walking around the city. Hey. <laughs> he says that power is available to you. Thank you. Okay. Lord, help. Okay, it was it's that same power. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, all authority, all government, all realms of power in existence. He is above it all. And he, 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 he got that by defeating the enemy and his cohorts. And he said, that power I give to you. Wow. Behold, I give you authority to, I give you authority to tread over serpents and over all power of the enemy. Hey, scorpions, all of them. I give you that. What I have, I give you. Hey. Hey. He is gloriously enthroned over every name. Every, every. Not some, every that is ever praised. Not only in this age, but in the age I to come. We know that there are some people who praise the devil. I, I was listening, someone sent a thing to me about um, one singer. Uzi? Uzi? No. It's Uzi. U-Z-I or something. You've heard of him? Hmm. I, well, you know how they send you forwards, forwards. And this Uzi was saying, I, oh, hey, 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 hey. all of you are going to hell with me. You have no escape. I'm like, and they're sitting there and they're dancing. <laughs> I was like, what, hyp what hypnotism is this? Ah, okay. So it says here, he is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised. People praise the name of the devil. So he is, he is enthroned over all. Over all. Not only in this age, but even in the age that is coming. And he alone is the leader, the source, the head of everything that we need in the church. What do you need? I am that I am. What do you need? Hmm. 
God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank, the highest. Nothing can be above Jesus, nothing above all others. And now we, his church, are his body. He's the head, we're the body on the earth and, you know, and that which fills him who is being filled by it. So the head and the body, have you seen a head walking around without his body? No. We're, we're joined to him. We've already been told from the beginning of this, that was the message. We are joined to him. We are wrapped in him. Yes, and he has given us the Holy Spirit as his seal. And he's saying here, he has the highest rank, the highest authority. And you're joined to him. Hey, hey, where you go? I mean, you, you need to know it. You need to carry it. You need to walk in the knowledge of this. And, you know, I was reading this. I was reading and I was getting so excited myself. I'm like, yes, you, we don't, we cannot allow the enemy to push us over. We cannot. You have it. The only reason that he will is because you don't know who you are. You don't know what he has done. You don't know the power you have. Do you think he will fail you? If you stand and say, God, you know, I, 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 what have we? Thank you, Deborah, for the choice of songs. Beautiful. In fact, I, somewhere along it, I was saying, I don't need to preach. He's faithful. He is so faithful. Do you know, even if... <laughs> Oh, even if you as his child, you go and you, with all innocence, I know who I am, you know, God, and you, you overstep your bounds. I know that Joe, he'll pull you out. Yeah. He'll come and protect you. He'll save you. Yeah. Why? Because he knows your heart. He knows you're standing, representing, you're trying to represent him, maybe where he hasn't sent you. Yeah, but you're trying to do it. And he knows your heart. Yes, yeah, he'll, he'll save you. I'm telling you, he'll pull you out. Which of you, would you leave Kellen if she, if she overstepped her bounds? No. You. <laughs> yeah, Lord God Almighty. I don't know whether we should stop. I, I, have, I still have some, but I'll save it for next time. And because I feel that we need to digest. And because we've heard about 35 five, um, years, this is just chapter one. So I, 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 I just felt that leading stop here. We have plenty to go and meditate on. You have plenty to begin to walk in. So if we do it all, it'd be like, where do I start? Start with chapter one. Start with knowing that you are joined that you are immersed in, that you are wrapped in, that the same power that he has, he's given to us, that he, all this is for his grace and his glory. He wants to, he, he, he wants to make his boast in us. Hey, that's why he said, you see my Job? No, I'm not afraid. If, you, know, you know, before when you hear that scripture, and he said, I didn't see Job, you'd be saying, God, please, don't ever point. Now, when you know this, if you want to point me out, point me out. It's true. Before you'll be saying, shush, shush, shush. Because look what happened to Job. Hey, no, don't point me out. But now, come on. Do you want to make your boast in me? Make your boast in me. 
Make your boast in me because he will come and he, look, if it gets too much, he'll pull you out. He'll pull you out. He will not leave you. He's your part of him. Will he leave? Will he, if you are part of his hand, will he leave his hand in the fire and let it be destroyed? No, he won't. You're part of him. Really wrapped into him. So we'll go back. Um, and I just wanted to emphasize that, that um, verse 17. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. That's my emphasis. So when we say, make sure on a daily basis, you, 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 you carve out time to be with him, just you and him. Read it. You know, this, this came from just sitting with him. And I was like, whoa, I can't keep this. I have to share it. It's just sitting with him. And he, sh- he said, did you see that? Go back and read it. Because, you know, sometimes we tend to, oh, I have to read the Bible. You put it down. No. Every time you sit down with him, you will come away with something. Every single time. And I'm finding it so much. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, whoa. Every single time you sit with him, he will show you something. He will reveal something to you. And he knows when you're hungry and he will do it. Make sure you do not, don't even live one day. And if you can, more than once a day. Come back in the evening and go over what he showed. Look, don't don't say, oh, I'll do my my, um, devotion or my secret place in the evening. Do it in the morning. I'm not even going to say when you find, do it in the morning. What did David say? Early will I seek you. What, what, do you know what the day is going to hold for you? You don't know what's coming through the day. So do it in the morning and you're ready for the day. You know, hey, bring it on. I'm ready because you've met with him. He has ministered to you and you carry that anointing for the day that, and that power, you go out with it. So Father, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your promises. We thank you because you're faithful. And Lord, my prayer for each one here is that by the time we meet next, they will have a name out of their experience with you. Even as they come in that secret place, that they will come away with a new name for you, not just one because we know it from scripture, but one, because we have experienced you. So Lord, thank you, because that's what you you desire to do. Thank you. And even as we go back on this, Lord, I pray that maybe even deeper, deeper revelation for each one of us of who we are, how joined we are, how wrapped we are, and what your desire is for us. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your word. To you be all honor. May we truly, truly be those who bring glory to your name. May we truly, truly reveal Christ by the way we live. Because we live in union with you. So we thank you for today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 